Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. And today, guys, we have one of our favorite gal pals, Taylor King, on the show to talk about what it's like dating a father of two running a very gifted business, and if third time really is the charm. Yes, that's right. Taylor is a native Angelino. She owns the supremely popular gift store, Espionage, and provides us with relationship goals and gift baskets to die for. So if you're in the LA area, then you need to make sure you go visit this store. If you've got gifts to give, there's amazing vintage finds, and you could maybe, you know, give those to a special man in your life if you have one goals, right? Speaking of that special guy, we're going to ask Taylor how it feels to be with a hot dad and why it's awesome to be the boss in her personal and professional life. But first, we're going to fill you in on what we've been up to over this last week. So let's air our dirty laundry. And I'll go first. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah. Um, so Friday night, uh, it, uh, first of all, it was a long weekend, and that means plenty of things happened. Um, Friday night, I had girls night. We went to Pache. It was like six or seven girls. And then we went to Jones. Um, one of the girls was actually going through a breakup, and she was really sad. Other ones were like in really good relationships and like that was fun to hear about and everyone had like a different perspective um and one girl was um engaged so I think it was just like great girls giving great advice being supportive and it was nice to see like gorgeous girls building each other up like these aren't just like pretty girls they're not just like cute girls these are like gorgeous smart like lovely girls that were there for each other so it was nice to be around um then saturday i went wedding shopping with my engaged friend um to help her look for dresses and things then went to manhattan beach um with another girlfriend and we were around a different group of people it was nice we just went with a flow it was easy fun then we ended up at the bungalow in santa monica where i actually wingmanned my girlfriend And because she was, like, with this dude, I had to basically entertain myself. So I, like, was practicing the things I learned from the Great Love Debate and Brian Howie and just talked to anyone that looked in my direction. Did you stick your tongue out? No, but, like, if a guy looked at me, I, like, said hi. Because I was like, well, he's making the effort by looking at me, so I'm going to make the effort by, like, responding. That's good. So I was like, hey. And it just ended up being, like, great. Like, I gave my number out. I, like got like drinks from like one guy's table and like made friends with all of his friends some girl even friended me because she was like I like what you're doing and I want a girlfriend like you in my life so like I gave a girl my number too oh my god I know you have competition don't be jealous fuck I know um so that was a lot of fun but then Sunday I went to Sunday fun day with another girlfriend I literally was like First of all, I noticed I have a lot of girlfriends. And then also yeah. <laughs> um, had a lot of plans. So I went to this brunch um, where it was like a bunch of tech guys. And like we were just like, who knows who we'll meet there. Yeah. And then went to another friend's um, Malibu party where we had like massages and talked to different people. Gave my number out there too. And then uh, Monday worked out with a girlfriend, another one. 
No one repeated. I will say that. Wow. This is how many girlfriends no there are. Customers. No, all different girlfriends. Yeah, but you know what they say about girls who don't have girlfriends. It's right. not a good sign. No, but I think I might be the opposite end of the spectrum where it's like too many. No, I don't think it is. And you also have guy friends too. So That's it's not true. it's so, not just like one or the other. You have a good mix. It's friends for days up in here. I just started dating up for like friends or something like oh. if you want some of my friends I'll introduce you because I have so many to go around yeah, you, I'll be like a friend a, matchmaker you could be well no you could be like a friend sharer totally like rent my friend for the day oh my god like, and I have a different engage, friend yeah. for each occasion you need a, a cute friend that's like a little soft-spoken and like giggles cute and is engaged Kate Great. Kate, that's you. Kate, we just sold you. Totally. <laughs> On the high market. She's like, no, don't though. Okay. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did all that and it was really great. And at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? Girlfriends are key because you can do what you love doing like with them. And then also like, I don't know, while you're doing the things you love doing with your girlfriends, you might intersect with somebody you could fall in love with. So I feel like it's a win-win for everybody. What'd you do? Well, yeah, I think that's good because you're in your element. And so then you're attracting people, you know, when you're around your girlfriends and feeling good. Totally. I drove up to San Francisco to go. I never really go back to where I am from. I'm from San Francisco, like, unless it's like a very specific reason. Like it used to always be like a holiday. When I first moved to LA, I would go for like Easter or I would go like if someone was having a big birthday, but then the more time you spend away, it's like harder to get there. And even though it's a short trip, it's just like, then I was only going like for Christmas and Thanksgiving. And then I would literally only go for Christmas once a year. And it was, it's tiring when you do that because you have so many people to see. So you have like all of the, you know, you're kind of spread thin. And so, uh, and you know, Christmas is, uh, a fun time to go, but I decided to just take the weekend and go. And I went with the guy that I'm dating and he likes to travel a lot. He likes to get out of LA. And so we just drove up. There was kind of a last minute trip, but it didn't really need a lot of planning because we had, you know, my family's house to stay at and, we had a really good time. He is kind of like a spontaneous planner, if that makes any sense. Like he makes things happen on the fly, but then it's almost like a plan. So we like on Saturday, we like bar hopped around to like random bars and just like drank beer. (laughs) And then, uh, we, met my best friend Jenna out. So she got to meet him and she texted me after she met him. Pew, pew. Yeah. Because she really liked him. I mean, he's really kind of not hard to like. Right. I mean, he's very great. Um, And uh, she is actually in a very similar situation that I am. She's dating a guy that was like out of a serious relationship, has like a seven-year-old son. And like, you know, and so she was kind of like, you know, talking to me about it like privately. But uh, and, and we've talked about this before. You get to the age where you're, you know, we're in our thirties and we're dating men that are potentially a little older than us. Like even, you know, we're interviewing Taylor today. She's in the same situation. Like that kind of happens. Like it is not that random to be dating a guy that's had something in his past already, whether it's a marriage or a child or something, anything, I don't know. That just, well, and I'd almost rather have that because it shows that he's lived a little and like, he hasn't been afraid to take like these major leaps. Like Mm -hmm. I'd rather see somebody that has, committed to something like having a child or a marriage or whatever, and at least given it a shot, whether or not it's been smooth sailing doesn't matter. The fact is, is they're the kind of person that wants to dive in. 
Yeah, exactly. Like you do kind of worry too when you like come across like the really good looking 40 something year old guy who like hasn't been married or been in a serious relationship in a while. Was that also like a Zoolander voice you just sort of started with? Did I? The really good looking. Oh, a ridiculously good looking. I didn't, mean, like I, didn't mean, <laughs> I didn't mean to, but I probably it's, did. I feel like it's just, you can't. It's I, involuntary. I did. I did it. Anyway, um, and then we went to the A's Red Sox game. So I grew up going to the A's games in Oakland because my dad and my brother were Oakland fans. Never a Giants fan. So I haven't been to the Oakland Coliseum, which by the way is the biggest piece of shit I've ever been to in my life. And it was even in the 80s, but it's even worse now. I felt like I was watching I was in the Cleveland Indians, um, uh, whatever it was, Coliseum, I guess. I don't even know what it was in the movie Major League. It was oh my like God. the biggest piece of shit ever. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but I wore a Boston Red Sox fan hat and I'm like a fan, a fake fan, because I felt like I had to do it. Like, I felt like I had to, and then my, and my dad saw a picture of me with the hat on. He's like, you're at an A's game with the Red Sox hat on? What the fuck? He was like, I was like, whoopsie. <laughs> I'm, like, guilty by association. But, you know, when you, like, meet a guy, like, I have a girlfriend. Her husband is, like, really into all the teams from, like, Cincinnati. And so she just it dove in. Like, you got to be a fan. I'm like, okay. Well, if it's on, what are you going to do? Like, What am I going to do? If you can't beat them, join them. I know. Just root. I like to root for whoever you're rooting for, I guess. The so, home team. Yeah. The, Get it? And and the Red Sox are a good – at least he doesn't like the fucking, like, the Nationals or something. Like, who – I mean, ugh, at least they're a good, solid team. Um, so – that was fun. Uh, well, fun fact, my grandfather was the dentist for the Red Sox, so there you go. Oh, my God, that's right. And see, and Jan Golden loves that I'm a now a, like a bandwagon Red Sox fan. Totally. So I'm in now. Um, hi, Mom. Hi, Jan. So, uh, yeah, so that was fun. Then I, we went into the peninsula to meet all of my friends from high school at the Greek festival where we ate Greek food, and my ex-boyfriend, John, was there with his family. Oh, my God, and he's so Greek. He's so Greek. Yanni. Um, and then we went back to my friend's house and drank all night. And my, and then the guy I'm dating met my dad and my brother the next day. And we had very interesting conversation. My dad is just a very good conversationalist. I really just forgot how great he is. Um, maybe that's where I get it from. Maybe <laughs> that must be. And then, yeah. And then we drove home and sat in traffic forever. But anyway, it was fun. It was really nice to just be with him. I felt like I could have used like five more days, but got to get back to life. Got to get back to life. Yeah. Good thing, though, that like today we're just doing the radio show <laughs> and going for a nice hike. That's right. We are. We're just going to do us today. It's going to be amazing. It's, so yeah. uh, speaking of people doing, you know, what they want to do, Calvin Harris is now dating apparently Isa Gonzalez. Uh, you know, we just keep hearing about him with different ladies. I don't and, even know who that is. Well, I will tell you. Uh, we just want him to find love after this whole you know, Hiddle Swift, who also broke up. Yeah, which we'll get to. So um, Calvin has been seen with this girl, Isa Gonzalez. She's 26. She's an actress. Um, people know her from, like, different things like being with Cristiano Ronaldo, which none of us would know anything about. No way. That would be really weird if one of us hooked up with that guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so anyway, <laughs> Calvin Harris was seen recently with Gonzalez at Warwick Nightclub, um, just July 27th. And she was also seen, this is how we know her, she was seen the night Liam Hemsworth was apparently splitting from Miley Cyrus yes. because they were together 
2013 that day. So she's like, I feel like she's like the dark cloud that comes in when people are about to break up or something. Yeah, she yeah she totally swoops in and takes the uh, sloppy seconds. Exactly. So she's also uh, in a. I think show from dusk till dawn. That was a movie. Oh. I guess it's a season uh, series now, but so yeah, it's in season three. So we'll see what happens. She's pretty gorge. So he's, no. she's not too shabby to be shacking up with if okay. Calvin were to go after her, but also like not a household name. Except no, who can even say it? No, I don't even. Aiza. Yeah. yeah. It's very weird. Um, and you know, Chloe Kardashian is also making her rounds too. I like that, you know, you know, I really like that Chloe just is like in her element right now. I feel like we're really watching her just be in her element. Dating black sports guys? Well, I mean, they all do that. Oh. But I think like, you know, um I think people have categorized her as like the not pretty people say that she's like the not pretty one I think they're all beautiful but people do say that about her and she like you can tell she looks and feels good and like is thriving in her element that's that's what I mean and like she's like being single she's being single and like being in it and I like that and I like you know I mean we all watched her go through everyone goes through hard times we watched her go through a really hard time with her her divorce and then her ex-husband getting sick and I just really like that she's like I don't know it seems like she it sounds dumb to say because none of us know these people but it seems like she's happy yeah and so she's beautiful because she's happy and I like that she's like she looks and feels beautiful is is so it seems so she has been you know connected to uh Tristan Thompson and um they've been seen in Mexico then they were seen in Vegas together but people were saying they're like listen, we think they might just be friends because, like, they were laughing a lot, but they weren't, like, having a PDA. But then they went out, like, the next night, and they were, like, seen kissing and laughing. And so it seems as though they are together. And I think, you know, I think they're cute. Who knows? It's I feel like she's just being single and, like, it's not anything serious. Because who was she with last? There was another athlete she was with. I don't know. I feel like she's just, like, kind of going through basketball players. That guy with the beard. Well, and this guy's on the Cleveland Cavs and, like, I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, and you know what? Hey, listen, they're the, you know, they're the champs. So she went for the gold there. Yeah. I think that it's actually, if you're going to go for a basketball player, go for the best basketball player. Go for the, well, (laughs) I mean, yeah, almost the best basketball player, but on the best team, right? On the best team. Yeah. Um, So speaking of Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston breaking up, as you mentioned, Hiddle Swift is now Hiddle Split. Um, I wish I coined that phrase, but I didn't. I heard it on the Today Show this and morning. even if you did, you wouldn't really get any credit for it, would you? No, I hijack other people's cleverness. So, That's right. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, I guess after three months, they've called it uh, quits. And I'm sure Taylor's going to write another song about him and her breakups. And you know what? Honestly, like... I can't wait to hear it. They're saying that uh, Taylor actually split with him because he was trying to make their relationship more public. And after people saying it was a publicity stunt, Mm -hmm. and, you know, finally, I guess it seeped into her brain that, like, maybe he was in it for the wrong reasons. So he shouldn't go on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette because he's in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, he... They had, like, kind of gotten out of the limelight, like, after the uh, 4th of July party where he wore, like, the I Heart TS shirt and was seen in photographs with all of her famous friends that um, he – they were, like, doing dinners at home and stuff and, like, out of the public eye, but that he was, like, trying to force being back in the public eye. Um, So she was like, nope, got to go. 
Yeah, bye Felicia. Bye Felicia. And you know, it's just Taylor Swift's world and we're all living in it. So on to the next one. On to the next. Okay, so did everyone see the photo of Harry Styles grabbing onto Kendall Jenner's leg? No. Yeah, well, okay, so apparently they are like rekindling an old romance and they were on vacation together over the holidays and I'm pretty sure that this is where that photo comes from, but like it's like her stepping onto a boat like climbing up the stairs and he's in the water and he's like grabbing onto her ankle and somebody coined it like come back like they're coming back together oh, again cute. yeah and i think they're cute i mean listen he's 22 she's 20 they were seen jen this is reminding me that we need to go back to this place we haven't been to isabel in forever no well because i feel like things run their course in la and we sort of like i know but isabel's back on the up and up i guess because they were seen at isabel well you know what actually i when i read this story i was like wait Thursday night. We could have totally been there. Why weren't we there? I mean, we I used, used to be there all the time. Jam. I, we have met a couple of cute boys at Isabel before. And they were totally not famous famous. Not, but they are. But they are. And maybe one of them is very Italian. But I'm going to keep that one to myself. And very attractive. <laughs> very attractive. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, like, photoshopped attractive. But whatever. We'll get into that later. Potentially. Oh. Um, I mean, we can if you want. Maybe when Taylor comes, we can start talking about hot Italian men. I don't know. Maybe. She's got a hot guy in her life. She sure does. Yeah. So anyway, so they have been seen out together. Isabel was one of the places. And, you know, people say, like, they've always been kind of crazy about each other. But I don't know if it's like that they're busy or whatever. But they're trying to apparently or allegedly take another shot at it again so we're gonna see we're gonna keep watching and see if we can uh well he's living here now too right like he's like filming something i believe yeah um so or he's like promoting some movie so maybe that's why then they you know they've got time to be around each other but i feel like she's never here either she's always in like i mean it's new york fashion week's about to happen she's obviously going to be there but you know they can just go wherever they want to go well isn't it kind of weird that she's dating harry styles and Gigi, her like bff is like with zane and they were in the same band do you think that's how they met oh i didn't even think about that but is Gigi still with zane i, feel I like- think so and he just like canceled his tour because of anxiety again oh no i didn't know that he yeah. had anxiety I yeah he like, released a public statement saying oh. that like he's just getting used to performing alone oh yeah and so he's like not into it I don't know. Apparently anxiety runs rampant through these celebs because Selena Gomez also is in rehab for it or something. You know what? It's a real thing. I feel you. I have it. And it sucks. And also, I I think maybe um, Zayn should just pull a Sia and wear, like, turn backwards and sing. And wear a A wig. Crazy wigs. I would do it. Um, Yeah, I would too. And you know what else I'm thinking I might do? Join Meatville, this dating app. Yeah. That apparently, like all the others, except this one maybe is real, swears that you will meet great matches. Yeah. Like the best, meet the right person. Yeah. They they have this, like, they feel like they have a way to connect people, like, correctly. They also say that they have, like, I mean, like a million, billions of freaking people that are, like, on the app already. I don't know. 38 million to I've be never, specific. I've never even heard of the app, but apparently they've got 38 plus million people you know well i think these numbers could very well be inflated like another app we know has inflated numbers but the reason i say this is because i you know put on my detective hat and this morning went to go download it and saw that they have like maybe three and a half stars out of 15 reviews well if you have 38 million people that love this app 
Yeah. Why do you have 15 reviews on the App Store? I don't know. So we you might, do the math, guys. Yeah, we might be, and it's a little cryptic when you go on their website and you try and like look and see what they're about. Like they say that they match people based on common interests and the same values and beliefs and psychological compatibility. Okay, well, I don't. How do you do that? Like, and then they give you reasons to sign up. Yeah, and also by the way, they charge. It's like a subscription-based service. So as I was, like, looking through it, I was like, what's the deal with them? Like, how are they different from everybody else? Um, They do actually ask you questions. Like, they propose hypothetical situations to you in a match. So, like, you would sort of see, okay, do you like coming home late or do you like coming home? Or, like, are you a morning person or a night person? Are you, like, would you go out with girlfriends or, like, is it cool to have, like, just one guy friend, like, that you go out with? Like, I'm posing random questions because I don't really care about any of these things. But um, it asks you questions to try and figure out if you and the match would make sense based on, like, your... And those are those are good questions, and I guess they're kind of random, like, for this app to be saying that they do something special. But, I mean, they just... It, it doesn't seem, I guess, once you go in it and you play around, like, they say that the interface in the app is really user-friendly. They say that they have some smart matching technique that's in their DNA and they use it to find the best matches for you and that their security is like very private. So if you're into that and that's a big deal for you and you don't want people knowing you're on a dating app, they allegedly have a lot of an anonymity. So maybe you could do this app and try it out if you have the money to spend. Who knows? <laughs> well, I won't be trying this one. So sorry, guys, I can't write home about it. But if you actually are on Meatville, let us know. Yes, let us know. And I just have a quick song of the day that I want to bring up. It's called That's Just My Baby Daddy. Because sometimes... Who that is? That's Just My Baby Daddy. (laughs) Just My Baby Daddy. Sometimes you just need to say, like, call it like it is. Whether a guy's like a booty call, whether he's friends with benefits, whether it's a guy you're dating, maybe he's your friend Yonce, maybe it's just your baby daddy, whatever. Our point is don't mislabel somebody. You must always be honest with yourself and your baby daddy about who you really are. Download the song, give it a play. It's very fun. You could work out to it if you want, uplifting. And then just remember, tell yourself that. Everyone has a place in your life. And if you're that person, you maybe you're just my baby daddy. Maybe. Maybe. Wise words from Lauren Lee and Ellie, guys. That's right. And you know what else, guys? We want to hear some wise words from our guest. We have Taylor King in the studio. Speaking of baby daddy. Yeah. Do you want to be my baby daddy? Yeah, of course. Except for I'm not a daddy. Well, I'm a woman. Can you tell us about your daddy? Yeah, tell us everything. We Okay, so guys, just a little backstory. Taylor's got a boyfriend. I have a boyfriend, guys, for two years. Um, it hasn't always been smooth sailing, but what relationship is? No, we're, we're on, like, third time's a charm, right? Totally. And when you mix kids in with the relationship, it's a little harder. Mm-hmm. Luckily, my boyfriend has, like, two of the best kids ever. They're so sweet. They're, like, the cutest little humans. How old so, are they? So um, they are... Seven and nine, so... Whoa, so they're, like, not, like, super young. Like, they're, like, got personalities and stuff. Yeah, they definitely have personalities, but, um... They're still young enough that, like, you know, they really meld well with other people. So I feel like I kind of got in at the right time. Yeah, seven... Well, and and so they were, like, four and seven when you met them, right? Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy how much they've grown. Like, kids grow so fast. It's really... That's why you have to have more of them. Oh, wow. Well, so we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. But okay, so you and your boyfriend met and like, how did you guys meet? We met through a mutual friend. Well, apparently we met before 
like a while, while back because we kind of ran in the same circles. But I think we met through a mutual friend on this random boating day trip one day. And I was kind of seeing someone else at the time. So I didn't really take notice or action. But he's so hot. I mean, he is now called Hot Dad. How did you not notice this tall, strapping man? Well, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of like a one man kind of woman. So this guy I was seeing was a DJ and he was a complete idiot and probably on drugs and, you know, (laughs) it was was that phase in my life, you know, when you're transitioning to adulthood or womanhood, (laughs) Yeah, who knows? So I dropped that guy like a sack of potatoes because he was a meanie. And my friend, my friend was like, what about we set you up with this guy? And I was like, done, let's do it. And we went on a date. And ever since then, we kind of had just been dating casually and maybe a couple, several months into the relationship, we made it official, I guess. How long did, was it until you guys made it official? I would say, let's see. She's no. counting. Yeah, maybe yeah. like four months. I'm not really sure. Oh it seems gosh. like a really long time. <laughs> well, but then after you guys like got together and like you were more serious after like four months, then it took some more time for you to meet the kids, right? It did, yes, which is like very respectable because you don't just you don't you never know where relationships are going to go. So it is important, I think, to take your time when kids are involved. And I completely understood that. But it was hard, too, because people would always ask me, like, have you met the kids? You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, they would always come up in conversation. And he's so close to this kid. So it was, like, frustrating at first. But you just have to be, like, patient and not force things because, yeah. obviously, they're not your kids. So the time will come when the time comes. Yeah. And I How- think it's best that way how long did you have to wait to meet us like how long had you been dating him at that point um I would say it was like eight months yeah yeah he had like a nine month rule but you know where you start dating is kind of ambiguous so I would say it was like eight months which is a long time you know that's like what almost a year and it's like you don't know that part of his life so was that weird like kind of not knowing what he was like as a dad um, no, not really. Always knew he was a good dad. And, um, I mean, now that I've seen him with his kids all the time, he is like a really good dad. But I just, I do remember the first time I met the kids and it's so cute because they remember too. Aww. And I'm like, how do they know this stuff? How do they remember? But kids literally remember everything. Yeah. I feel like it's crazy. Very good memories. Yeah. I, I'm in a similar situation and yeah. it was like probably close to six months before I met, yeah. um, the little girl that of the guy that I'm dating his daughter, but, and yeah, she is and thank, I mean, and you just hope for like a smooth transition. Cause totally. you, you, I come from like a, a, you know, separated divorced family mm-hmm. and my mom and my dad had girlfriends and boyfriends and like, okay. you don't get a choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they bring this person around and you're like, okay, I guess I have to like you. And thank God I never really did not like anybody. Yeah, but you have to keep good. that in mind too. Where like, you're this person, they have to like you. Did the kids like gravitate towards you really quickly or um, did it take, but they're boys. They're two they're boys. boys. So it wasn't as easy as girls. Cause like anytime I'm around like a six-year-old girl or a four-year-old, they're like, Taylor, Taylor, you know, like yeah. they like literally they follow me around yeah. everywhere and they yeah. like want to play with my hair, like, you know, do all the girly things. So, um, I would say it wasn't as quick, but there's, 
there were definitely moments where like you could just tell like one of them would just like be sitting so close to me and then he would like realize it and be like why are you so close to me and I'm like why are you so close to me you know like <laughs> my voice. so you can like fight back with them that's cute and it's just like it's sweet but you don't want to point out like oh come here mm-hmm. you know and, like even though I want to be like come sit on my lap like they're like ah <laughs> and girls are the total opposite like yeah. his daughter wants to be on my yeah, lap totally. every two seconds hugs me won't yeah. let go of me tells me she misses me like she's like she's the one who we we thought he was gonna have to be like so what would you think if I took Lauren out on a date she was like, like the second yeah. time was like Daddy, wouldn't that be fun if you guys were boyfriend girlfriend? Aww, like, that's really cute. she tells him that she wants us to get married, oh, and like, really? I know that she's sweet. Couldn't have asked. That's her. really cute. It helps though because how would you? Yeah. How would it be if like your boyfriend's kids didn't like oh, get along? Don't I, you think yeah, that would cause that would a rift? Really, really, really be hard. And like, dating someone with kids, you have to be so patient, and you have to be really like you can't be selfish in any means. Like you can't be like, I'm, I'm number one. And it's like, yeah, of course you want to be number one in your boyfriend's life. And you should, but also these are their kids who are like growing. And this is like the time in their lives where they like learn life skills and stuff. So they can't just be like neglected. And you know, like when we go to dinner, like the movies or something, the oldest one is always like, I want to sit next to my dad. I want to sit next to my dad. Like always all the time. And I'm like, what am I chopped liver? But I'm like, this kid is like nine. Like what? I'm gonna be like, mad at your nine year old. Bye, kid. Boy, bye. No, like <laughs> nine year old no. boy, bye. Yeah. So I just, you know, I'm patient and I'm like, I don't try not to be like jealous because it's like, how can you be jealous of someone's kid? Right. You know. Yeah. And it's like, I like them too so much. So I'm not gonna be like, you know, uh, uh-uh, uh, like adult time. You know, it's like yeah. we're, when we hang out, we all kind of hang out together. Yeah, it has to be like a group effort yeah. kind of thing. Did you start like doing activities with them? Because like the guy that I'm dating just said like, D- would you want to come trick or treating with us? And then oh, he was like, cute. but I mean, if you have something to do that night, you don't have. I totally yeah. understand. Like if there's like a part, I was like, can you stop? Like it made me <laughs> sad. I was like. Yes, that's what I want to yeah, do. I, I wouldn't know, exactly. be here if you wouldn't not... be dating someone with kids. Yeah, like, right. I'm no. like, could you imagine if he's like, do you want to come trick or treating with me and my daughter? I'm like, mm, sorry. Yeah, like, no, I'm going to Busy. Warwick tonight. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. going to the club. The like, club. Could you? Me. I'm like, if that's yeah. the case and that's what you want to do, there's nothing against that. But like, yeah. don't date a guy with kids. Like to me, that's all I want to do. Exactly. His daughter's having a birthday party, and I'm yeah. like, can I help you plan that party? What kid? Oh my god. I know. And I'm like, I don't know. So I say like the first year around, he took them trick or treating. And then he met me after and my friends and we went out, which was fun and like really nice that he like, you know, he balanced, he balanced it. it. That was good. And then the second year we just all went to a Halloween party together. Like it was like a kid's, you know, an adult's Halloween party, which was so fun. And I'm like, this is like perfect. This is all I want to do, you know? Like, so then you got to meet like the kids' friends and the parents and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, it was kind of like almost uh an acquaintance party it wasn't like super close but it was still fun and we just like all hung out together and um you know kind of just made a cameo and left and got candy and whatnot so are you like playing the role of stepmom like obviously like you guys are still boyfriend and girlfriend um like but do you feel like you can like kind of like give the like okay like it's time for bed or like do you say any of that ever so that's where also it's hard too because like maybe something they're doing you don't like but what are you gonna do like yell at them or like discipline them it's like there's a fine line like no one wants 
no one wants their kids to be disciplined by someone else, you know? Right. Yeah. And like, I don't think I would like that too. I always try and think like, what if these were my kids and like, you know, what would I want him to do in this situation? So I've kind of just learned it's better just to like stay quiet. You know, you can't really like discipline, which does get hard, but you know, what are you going to do? I think it's a kid. Yeah. And right. boys are hard too. So it's like, yeah, they're boys. They have so much energy. It's crazy. I think it also depends on like, if they seem like they're looking, like it depends on what the person wants that you're with. Like yeah. I was a nanny for 15 years. So my job was to discipline other totally. people's children. So it must on, be hard for you to like not on their terms. Yeah. Though. Like, and thank God I never was like nannying for somebody that did, yeah. did something morally that I did, felt weird saying. Yeah. I just would literally repeat everything they said. Yeah. So it was all the same you know, like yeah. language and then it's easier for a kid to have those boundaries and rules. But yeah, I mean, I, the guy that I'm dating is like, I would love for you to step in. If you look really? at me and yeah. you're, and I look like I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. I need you to like, do, I trust you yeah. to say, and there's been a couple of times where I've been like, I always, the best yeah. thing is ask your daddy. Yeah. You kind of see me almost like as a friend Yeah. because I don't know. I'm like, fine. Are you like good cop? Sort of, or I don't know. Sometimes they'll be like, "Tell him to stop hitting me," and I'm like, "What do you say?" I'm like, "Stop hitting him." <laughs> you just <laughs> like, like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> you know, right. really like, I'm not gonna. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's funny. It's, it's hard to discipline kids that aren't yours. Yeah. Like, is it weird not being the boss because you are the boss at your store? It is you true. It is very true. It's definitely a different world. Um, and my boyfriend is older than me. So he's definitely like the boss when it like comes to just like anything we're doing, like, you know, schedule or like trips or, okay, we're going to do this here this day. And he plans it all. He plans everything. Is he a planner? Yeah, he is, which is like amazing because uh-huh. in my previous relationships, I was always the one that was like, where do you want to go to dinner? Okay. Like, where should we do this? Like plan everything, plan the vacation. And it was like, come on, can you just be a man and like step up yeah. and like, control? So it's really nice that he does that. But at times too, I am used to being the boss because at my store espionage, I am the one that runs the ship. So tell us about espionage. Like tell us what kind of a store it is and how it came about. Yeah. So I opened it almost five years ago, which is really crazy because I can't believe five years has gone by this fast. I still feel like I don't even know what I'm doing, (laughs) but something is working. So to be there for five years, it's crazy. Absolutely. That's an accomplishment. I've seen so many stores and restaurants come and go on the street and it's just crazy to think like that. I've seen so many transitions while I've been on this one block and espionage is basically a gift store but it's much more than your average gift store because there's vintage home decor and really like delicate jewelry pieces. Um, the most hilarious greeting cards ever. We even have a small children's section, vintage barware from like the fifties, designer resale clothing, like Chanel, um, Diane von Furstenberg. I don't know. Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Like everything. It's like an everything store. How, so what made you want to start espionage? I was like 24 and I was like, I need to find a real job. You know, I was just kind of like doing the whole modeling thing and it's not really my forte. I don't think, I don't know. I just never really 
excelled in the modeling world. But you're so pretty in pictures. Yeah, well, I'm, I've learned how to pose in pictures. There's like one pose you always have to make, you know? Oh, well, and, like, we'll need a lesson. The angle of your face, and it's like, bam, you look great in every photo. But oh, that's, I wanna that's, know that's what definitely that is. not good for modeling. In modeling, you have to have so many looks and expressions and. I just got one, I think. Hey, at least you have one that works. <laughs> yeah, one, one that if works. you had none that worked, we'd be concerned. You could be a one-trick pony. Exactly. So I decided to open espionage so I could, you know, show my other tricks. How did so. you know, like, that was something you'd be into? Like, you know, everyone has something on the side. Like, yeah. I love decorating, like, homes mm-hmm. and, like, do, doing stuff like that. So, so I grew up, like, up. my mom was always redecorating our house when we were younger. Like, every month the couch would have a different upholstery. <laughs> and she, like, literally, my dad would get so mad. And then she would also take us to the flea markets. She actually lost me at the Roseville Swap Meet when I was two years old. Very traumatic. Can you imagine losing your two-year-old? Oh, at my the goodness. Roseville Swap Meet, it's like the craziest place ever. So I really had a lot of time to, you know, get to know my <laughs> antiques. You're like, she lost me and left me there. Yeah. I was raised by the Swap Meet. I was raised by a vintage peddler. Um, <laughs> Some people go to the circus. Other people go to the flea market. Yeah. So I was just, I always had the background of design, vintage, and my mom also did work at a resale clothing store every Saturday, kind of like as a hobby, you know, just to do trade for clothes and things like that. So I kind of thought that was really interesting that people who maybe wore their Chanel jacket twice didn't want it anymore and someone else can buy it, you know, for a fraction of the retail price. Amazing. And, you know, it's, yeah. it's like recycling perfectly good clothes it's almost like you're helping the environment i think so i think so too okay so espionage has all these assortment of things but you guys also do like a very particular thing which is like create gift baskets yes Mm -hmm. tell us about that so jen i've been helping you the past couple days create your little gifts but what people do is they basically just email me and they'll say like jen just did you know i have a bachelor party that I need to go to. This is how much I want to spend. I have a wedding that I need to go to. This is my budget. Um, the people that are getting married are kind of like this and this and this, or it's my mom's birthday. I want to spend this much. And then I will literally take all this information, take maybe four options of each gift at the price range and email over ideas. So then it's kind of like virtual shopping would you say I, I would know. say you're more like my gift assistant or like my gift concierge because yeah, like it's like a gift concierge so then you basically go oh that one's perfect for my mom let's wrap up option two I wrap it up you come by pick it up or we can mail it for you but or in our case since we live on the same block yeah. you bring it to me <laughs> or I can like drop it off in my garage and I'm like here's the code pick it up whenever you need we're like little spies ourselves. get it yeah. espionage well can you tell us about the name of your store and how that came about too so when I was doing the whole modeling thing I would take pictures on my phone of weird people that I would see on sunset or you know Hollywood Boulevard and I would make a really funny caption like kind of how the fat Jew does I really missed my calling. You on that. did. I a blogger instead. I opened a store and called it Espionage. Oh. So that's basically how that. Your next life. Came about. Because yeah. so basically, you felt like you were a spy, yeah. like taking I was pictures. Like, I'm totally a spy, like you know. Yeah. 
That's okay. exactly what I thought. And then you thought, let's call the store this because mm-hmm. it's cute. Yeah. And like you're spying on like cool you items. You are. It's like, yes. it's honestly like an I spy book when you walk into the shop. It is. It's so fun to look at every single thing and it changes regularly because you don't always have like multiples of things. No. Yeah. And everything in so the store is for sale. Thing. Like yeah. the stuff on the walls, mm-hmm. it, like you yeah. look up, you're like, oh, look at that cute little white fixture. Like it's for sale. Uh huh. And like maybe we'll display products on a desk, like a vintage desk. That vintage desk is for sale. I like. Do you ever have like vintage toys? Yeah. Oh my gosh. We have so many like weird vintage toys. And that's where my mom comes into play because she also shops for the store and she loves doing obviously the vintage shopping. So she'll bring in like a 1940s duck scooter that is like the paint is chipped and there may be lead in it, but so don't <laughs> let your kids play with it. But, or but eat it's it. like a cute <laughs> but display it's like, item. Um, very, yeah, it's a cute display item. It's very collectible. Um, we also have like these little tiny pencil sharpeners right now. I think they might be like from the 1920s, but they're like in the shape of a vending machine or like a ship. And they're like, just so cute. Like how cute would that be with a cute little set of pencils and a coloring book for anyone really? I mean, I think it's cute. And that's what you get when you go into the store. If you want like a cute piece of jewelry, they're unique, Mm -hmm. but they're not like off too off the wall. They're like, most people would like them. Or, you know, there's like picture frames and candles are standard things, mm-hmm. but there's so many unique things. So it really looks like you took time thinking about what you're going to get the person. Like when the person opens their gift, I feel like they're like, Oh my gosh, where did you find this thing? You know, but it's really just a one-stop shop. And it's like, just seems like it's so thoughtful. We actually just saw, um, a celebrity wearing a piece from your store the other day. And we like, she was wearing a Tracy Nichols necklace Taylor Swift or Becca Tobin. (laughs) Yes. She wears it all the time. Well, and so we spotted her wearing it. We were like pointing at it. I was like, Oh my God, spotted espionage necklace. Yep. And it is really cool since I am like kind of in the heart of LA, we do get a lot of celebrities into the store, which is always exciting and usually have my poker face on. But when people like Rachel McAdams walks in, you know, I can't, help think of the notebook and all the feelings that come with it so and I was there that time Gigi Hadid came uh, in with former boyfriend Joe Jonas um we were talking about Gigi earlier in the show and I wasn't very cool I did not keep it together Jen was like texting me like oh my god oh my god Gigi Hadid is in here and I'm like ah you really get a picture and I'm like I don't know get a picture Jen you're so outgoing and yeah. hasn't Olivia Coupeau come into your oh, store, yeah. too? Oh, yeah, she comes in a lot. She's, like, the most beautiful person she ever. ever. gorgeous. Like, she'll come in in her workout clothes, and I'm like, why? Why are you so thin and beautiful, and your hair is always perfect? She is She's pretty. really sweet, too, so that's good. It's fun getting to know, like, certain people that come in all the time. Yeah. You have regulars. Mm-hmm. Rakes. What's the weirdest gift you'd ever put together for anybody? Well, I just did a gift for Jesse Eisenberg's new movie, Justice League, which he plays Lex Luthor. Oh. And so it's from his agent, and they always want to go with the theme of the movie. So they'll email me, and they'll be like, Taylor, do you have anything kind of like Lex Luthor theme? I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> what? What the fuck you know, is like, that? Comic books? I'm like, no, I don't have any comic books. So we ended up doing... These two geode crystal rocks that fit together. Like kryptonite. Like kryptonite, exactly. And then we had this heavy glass double ashtray 
that's like this neon green color. It's uranium glass. It's like from the Cold War era. Whoa. Yeah, so that looked like kryptonite. And if you put a black light on it, it literally like becomes neon like crazy. Wow. So we did that. We did the geodes. We did this decanter from Italy that's kind of in the shape of like one of those science. Oh, like, like a, a beaker. beaker. Yeah, it like looks like a beaker because Lex Luthor is also known as like a mad scientist. I mean, this takes some research for you to have to actually oh, yeah, know like, about the movie, the character. Yeah, so I'll research everyone if I can, like find them on Google or whatever. And I'll be like, okay, they like this. They're this age. They probably would like this. So, yeah, I Googled Lex Luthor <laughs> to see what he's all about. And then you, and then you found probably found our friend Michael Rosenbaum who played him on Smallville. He oh, may have come up yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's you as he's, his friend. He's been on the show a few times. He's a very fun interview, like just like you, Taylor. Oh, you guys like say off the wall things and it's just so fun, you know? Just comes just good, comes to me. Good thing your store has like a bunch of off the wall stuff in there because when they call and ask for this specific thing, like oh, yeah. you can always pull from your store and make it work. The other day they asked me for um some actor was doing a movie about NASCAR racing and they're like, Do you have anything? NASCAR or race car related and I'm like no but let me tap into my vintage resources because I do have vintage pickers that have like a huge warehouse of items and they were able to come up with some prints from like who knows when 1900s um, of a race car whoa that's really cool yeah which was it was out of their budget so it didn't really work out and I don't know if it was what they were looking for but honestly I could almost find everything that's so. pretty cool. Okay, so now what if somebody wanted to order something from you and they weren't in the L.A. area? Or even if they are in the L.A. area but they can't come to the store, how can they shop through you? Well, they can go to the website, espionagela.com, and there is a message section where you can email us. And those messages actually go directly to moi. So you're really hitting the source. So you're getting right to the boss. Yeah, and just let me know what you're looking for. And Literally, I'll just shoot you back an email with photo options. You can call us to pay um, over the phone, and we can ship it to you. So, yeah. Amazing. Very Um, easy. I have another question for you because – so you have a very, very, very – very good location that your store is at. Like, it gets a lot of traffic. There's a lot of people there. It's on a famous street. You also, I mean, you know, you work very close to your boyfriend. So how is that? Like, weird, for sure. He moved in two years ago to this space. It's like an office space literally right across the street. And our windows, like, look at each other. Um, So it's interesting. I like how he moved in while I was already there. Yeah. And it doesn't look like I'm stalking him. Thank God. Because <laughs> if a girl does that, she oh, is that literally like batshit. Yeah. But if a guy does it, it's cute. Yeah, it's so cute. But now I'm always like, well, is he over there? What's going on? Is, you know, is he going to come by and say hi? So Does he come by and say hi? Yes, he will. Like, sometimes we'll go get a smoothie down the street. Or he'll be like, I'm going to go get a coffee. Like, do you want to come? But a lot of the times, too, I'm, like, stuck at the store by myself. So if I don't have an employee with me that day... You know, I got to be a good business owner and can't close up for like 
20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, you have. Let's yeah, be honest. I have. But also, uh, you have broken up a couple of times, too. How yeah. did it work out being across the street from each other? Horrible. The worst thing ever. That would make me so stressed out. Oh. I'm like, are you going to see him? Are you not going to see him? So yeah. stressed. Yeah. Sometimes I would see him walk to go get a smoothie, and I'd be like, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what can you do? And then, I don't know. There were times when, like, we would just be like, oh, he'd be at the restaurant next door, and then he'd come by, and I'd be like, oh, hi, like, why are we so close to each other, and, like, yeah. yet so far away. Yeah. But it's definitely much better to be together when your boyfriend is across the street. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, like, if you've ever dated anybody else, like, if you weren't together, was it weird because, like, they know where to find you? You're always yes. at the store. Oh, it's so weird. At times, I would, like... Sometimes I would, like, Instagram something like I was somewhere else, but really I'd be at work because I'd, like, okay, so people are going to know I'm not at the store today, so they're not going to come stalk me. But really <laughs> I'm there, like, hiding behind the counter, like, oh, please don't come in, please don't come in. Because, like, guys think they can just, like, mosey on over and be like, hey, Taylor, and, like, not buy anything. And I'm like, you know, your company is not what I'm looking for right now. Like, <laughs> your money is what I'm looking for. Buy something. I don't need to sit here and be your therapist and chat with you about, like, random things on end. But, yeah, liter- people still do it, though, to this, to this day. Not, like, suitors, but just, you know, maybe neighborhood people or, who knows, my vintage pickers. They'll come in and literally just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, dot, dot, dot. Well, if any suitors do come in, since you're taken, don't forget to uh, hook it up. So I feel like espionage should double as, like, my dating service. Yeah. Cool. <gasps> Ooh, maybe we could turn it into a dating app or something, yeah. too, called but espionage. Like, where you're spying, like, daters for me. I'll have, like, an iPad of all my friends' headshots, and I'll be like, okay, well, there's this girl. You can sell them, like, one. your products. Yeah, I'm like a madame. <laughs> uh, there's madame. this one. <laughs> This girl, she really likes to eat out at nice restaurants. Like, do you like that to your foodie? Great. <laughs> I like that you just said that because that probably is one of the top things Jen yeah. Golden likes to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, my boy, well, my boyfriend too, and I were like, he's always like, if you didn't like to eat, I don't know what we would do with each other. Like, because all we do is like eat. Yeah. And we eat you and you eat a lot of like ramen too, don't you? Oh, do that all the time. A lot. I just had it. Korean barbecue. Sunday. Yeah. Oh my god, the mm. Korean barbecue is like our jam. We uh-huh. are obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Taylor. Well, tell everyone where they can find you one last time on social media, your website, everything. Okay, so at Miate, that's three M's Y A T A Y. But my business is at Espionage LA, and that's the most important. And website Espionage LA. Just send me an email. We don't even have to talk on the phone. Because I know people don't like that. But you probably want to because she's super fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can have great conversation for like three minutes. That's, Pops. that's it. And then she wants your money. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it's so easy. I'll just send you any gift idea that you're looking for and we can go from there. Great. Amazing. And guys, thank you for joining us. Tune in next week for another amazing guest. Um, and also, don't forget to follow us on social media. We are at Complicated Show on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, 
and whatever else exists out there. That's us. That's us. And uh, we deliver this content for free to you guys every week. And we know you have our show to listen to, but a lot of other amazing shows also. So, you know, we're grateful that you keep coming back to ours. So be sure to, you know, send us a note, maybe by giving us a star on iTunes. How about five stars? Comment on YouTube. And don't forget to tune into our YouTube show, Two Drunk Girls, tomorrow. That's right. And make sure you tell a friend. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. You can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, and my website. And you can find me at Jennifer Golden. That's Jennifer with one N on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, my website, Google, Two Drunk Girls. <laughs> it's complicated. At Taylor's store, just randomly lurking. You yeah. never know. Yeah, that's right. All right, you guys have a happy hump day. We'll be back next week. Love you long time. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, only on L.A. Talk Radio.